Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. We're going to discuss a topic today that revolves around a key word that's extremely big in the financial planning industry. That word is fiduciary. Now, several years ago, I'm thinking maybe even 15 years ago, there was a transition or a movement within the advisory business that people were, were becoming fee-based financial planners. Fee-based financial planners. And then a few years ago, the industry regulators uh, came up with this fiduciary standard. And the fiduciary standard basically applies to everyone who is managing money. Okay? Uh, but as I review that, it, it, it almost made me chuckle a little bit because there is such a, a forceful influence from government regulators, so FINRA and SE, or the SEC, and the, the buzzword among the industry is if, you know, if you're not a fiduciary, you're, you're a crook, which is a complete falsehood. But there, the, I, mean, it, I mean, there is some serious leverage on this fiduciary word. But I'm going to bring it to you from a financial stewardship standpoint, okay? So the public, the the regulators expect expect advisors to be a fiduciary, right? A fiduciary. Now I'm going to read something to you here. I'm actually going to read it to you twice. First time I'm just going to I'm just going to blast it out here. So please listen. A fiduciary is a person who holds a legal or ethical relationship of trust with one or more other parties, person or group of persons. Typically, a fiduciary prudently takes care of money or other assets for another person. One party, for example, a corporate trust company or a trust department of a bank, acts in a fiduciary capacity to another party, who, for example, has entrusted funds to the fiduciary for the safekeeping of investment or investment. Likewise, financial advisors, financial planners, and asset managers, including managers of pension plans, endowments, and other tax-exempt assets, are considered fiduciaries under applicable statutes and laws. In a fiduciary relationship, one person in a position of vulnerability justifiably vests confidence, good faith, reliance, and trust in another whose aid, advice, or protection is sought in some manner. In such a relation, good conscience requires the fiduciary to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. So that's a very lengthy uh, explanation of what a fiduciary is, uh, but it's spot on, right? So a fiduciary, you should be able to trust a fiduciary, and a fiduciary is, uh, um, I mean, their sole purpose in, in life is to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. So the industry and regulators and the public opinion and, 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 you know, social media and everyone says, you know, you need to go to a fiduciary. You know, that's another show topic uh, because I, I, there's a lot of information there that you need to know uh, in regards to j- just choosing a fiduciary because they, they have passed a test. Listen, I, in, in, in my discipline as a financial planner, I am both commission and fiduciary or commission and fee-based. And I... I I explained to a client 
the differences between the two. That's what a true fiduciary does. A, you could go, you know, option A or option B. Uh, and, and once again, this is another show, show topic, but 99% of those people choose option A. And I'm not going to get into that today. But, um, so a fiduciary. We hold fiduciaries to high standards. The public holds them to high standards. Government entities hold them to high standards. But I want you to, I want you to change gears for just a minute. Are you a fiduciary? As a believer, are you a fiduciary? Every living person is a fiduciary. I actually like the word fiduciary better than steward. Because the expectations are, are more spot on. So the definition of a steward is basically someone who, who manages the assets of somebody else. It doesn't say how they do it, right? So you can either be a a good steward or a poor steward, right? It says a steward is someone who manages the assets of someone else. So in this case, God owns it all. All right, we've got to we've got to realize that God owns it all, and uh, and and we are responsible for managing those those assets, whatever it may be. And a fiduciary kind of really breaks down the the definition of a steward. You know, it. it I really like the last sentence in the, this paragraph I read you. In such in such a relation, good conscience requires the fiduciary to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. So as a fiduciary, we all are fiduciaries. We should be acting for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. Oh my gosh. I bet the person who wrote this uh, explanation or definition of what a fiduciary is had no idea that they were actually explaining our our relationship as financial stewards with God. I bet they had no idea, but it is exactly. I couldn't have written it any better. So you know, you know high five to whoever wrote this because it is perfect. In such a relation, good conscience requires the fiduciary to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. We hold financial advisors to that standard. If you if you do a Google search today, just say, you know, I'm looking for a fiduciary, you will see all kind of language and conversation about why you should use a fiduciary. I'm just here to tell you, passing a test doesn't make a person a good fiduciary or a bad fiduciary. You know, anyone can study for a test and pass it. And all of a sudden you become a, a, a fee-based advisor and uh, fall under the category of fiduciary. If you were a crook before, you're still a crook. If you were a liar before, you're still a liar, right? It doesn't make you a good advisor. Uh, and, and trust me, over 25 years, I have seen that. Uh, oh, my gosh. Anyways, so as a fiduciary, you, you are a fiduciary. You are a financial steward, right? But a financial steward is a fiduciary. A fiduciary, once again, in such a relation, good conscience requires a fiduciary to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. Are you acting? Are you acting at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts? Or are you acting for the sole benefit of yourself? Wow. I just I just leveled the axe on that one, right? Who are you acting in the best interest of? This is so perfect. This explanation, because what we're what we're saying here is a, is is the industry says, well, you got to use a fiduciary because a commission based person is only acting in their own best interest. 
Once again, that's a lie. But uh, regardless, if if <laughs> if you hold yourself out to be a fiduciary, would would you be fired? Listen, listen, this is a serious question. Would you be fired? Would you be terminated in your role as a fiduciary for the one who trusts? Oh, I bet we all would at one point, right? Would would you take your resume as a fiduciary to God and say, God, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. I'm a good giver, right? I don't buy material things. I avoid the use of debt. You know, I'm a good saver. Uh, tithes and offerings, it's all there, God. It, it's all here on this resume. <clears throat> it may be a good resume. But what does your fiduciary resume look like? Are you acting in the best interest of yourself or the one who trusts? If you say, well, uh, if I wrote down everything I actually did, I would actually probably fire myself. <clears throat> That's where I'm getting you to. That's where I'm getting you to. I, lo- I, I love this topic so much. I mean, I've got this huge smile on my face right now. Because I, I understand the, the, the fiduciary is a big, just a big buzzword in my industry. All right? Like I said, I'm both. Yeah, I'm a fiduciary. I'm a, 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 a financially licensed or, or, I'm sorry, registered, legally registered as a, a investment advisor, uh, fee-based planner, you know, and if you say, well, he's a fiduciary, you can trust him. Well, I, I hope you trust me because I'm a good Christian man and I try to, to, to lead a good Christian life and... I'm honest, and I, I, I've always held my clients out to be, you know, in their best interest. But I'm not, I'm not applying for a, a role as your fiduciary. I'm trying to explain to you what you're trying to do, which is to become a good fiduciary. You really need to inspect how you're acting as a fiduciary. <clears throat> in such a relation, good conscience requires a fiduciary to act at all times for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts. Once again, people, you don't own it. You are acting as the financial steward and to break it down, you are the fiduciary of God's assets. I bet, I, well, I shouldn't bet, right? I would assume I am the only living, breathing, faith-based financial planner that has done a radio show or podcast explaining the role of a fiduciary for believers because that's exactly what we should be doing we should be holding at all times ourselves out for the sole benefit and interest of the one who trusts such a critical statement it ain't easy right it's not easy you know why it's not easy because the world says that you you are not a, a fiduciary for god you're a fiduciary for yourself right you, you know what Debt is okay. Materialism is okay. You know, blowing your 401k every time you change jobs is okay. Throwing a dollar thirty nine cents into the offering plate at church, uh, which is the change you had left over from going out the night before and eating at Red Lobster is okay. You know, I say that sarcastically. I I, want to follow it up. Giving is planned, people. Giving is planned. When you get your paycheck, you should know exactly what your tithes and offerings are going to be, not what's left. All right, God doesn't take what's left. He's not the, He's not a pigeon. He doesn't just eat crumbs. The kingdom needs more than that. Let's move back on to the topic of fiduciary. Listen, hold yourself out to a higher standard. You're, you, those of you that that are listening today may actually have a fiduciary as their advisor, financial planner. And why did you use them? 
because they told you a fiduciary has the client's best interest uh, uh, at heart. But God is expecting us to do the same thing and, and, and people are failing miserably. Miserably. You know, whether it's investing, whether it's saving, whether it's, you know, debt management, whether, whatever it may be. Giving is huge. You know, would, would, you, I, I, here, I, we've got to be perfectly clear on this subject. <clears throat> your financial stewardship is not your path to salvation. Good works is not a path to salvation, right? But it has an impact on your rewards in heaven, and it will be reviewed. Your stewardship will be reviewed. Every dime you ever spent, how you spent it, what you've done with it, will will be reviewed. And at that time, at that time, would you be embarrassed? Would you be ashamed? Would you be apologetic for what you've done? Now, I'm not talking about you holding it out to me because if, if I'm asking you, most people will fib, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty good with my money. Standing in front of your creator, all right, standing in front of your creator, you, you can't get away with fibbing, can't get away with, 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 with deceit now, on judgment day. You can't because he's got it all there, all right? Your life is going to review or be reviewed in a flash. What are you going to say? Well, yeah, I needed that 70-inch big screen TV. I, I really needed it. I know that there's some poor, needy orphans. You know, my neighbor lost her job, and I, you know, I, I cooked them a, a, a casserole one day. But you know, I seen they lost their car because they lost their job. I, I didn't feel like I could help them, um, you know, because I was going on spring break in a few weeks, and and I, I really didn't have the money for that. And you know, my I've got to spend you know at least three or four thousand dollars on Christmas, or my kids are not happy, and they they say that they hate me. So I can't really help those in need. You know, all that's going to be reviewed. You see how sarcastic I can get with this? Listen, this isn't about leverage and making you feel bad. This is about leverage and helping you understand that as a fiduciary, you should be working in the sole interest of the one who trusts. That's God. Everything that you do, not some, not a little, not here and there, everything. Absolutely everything. Listen, I, I, I'm still smiling at, at, at this show. Uh, I'm still smiling because this this topic is so spot on to today's standards. I, you know, if I got uh, had a dollar for every time someone said the word fiduciary in my business, I think I would probably be able to to uh, uh, there wouldn't be any homeless left in the United States. I tell you that right now. I mean, it it, it, it it's rampant. But when I look at that, I'm like that that's that's what we are. As believers, that's that, that's what we are. We're, we're fiduciaries for God's assets. Uh, you know, we're, we're stewards, but steward is just simply, a, you know, managing the assets of somebody else. But a fiduciary is acting in the best interest of the one who trusts. All right? Are we working in the best interest of God? If we aren't, then we've got to repair ourselves. We've got to do better. We've got to, to we've got to inspect. Okay, and fix it. Listen, if you have questions about being a good fiduciary as you invest God's assets, if you if you uh, have a question about being a fiduciary on how you have your your estate plan 
set up. If you have questions about being a good fiduciary and how your beneficiary designations are established, all these things as a beneficiary, if you need help from a biblical standpoint, from a faith-based, morally correct approach, I would love to talk to you. Listen, we all need help. You know, if, if, you know, my check engine light come on in my car, I don't know how to fix it. I'm going to take it to a mechanic. Listen, your check engine light is on in regards to your fiduciary responsibilities. It's on. Flashing. Okay? It's flashing. You can't put a, a, a piece of black tape over it. It's bright. Our fiduciary responsibilities need to be fixed. They really do. Reach out. I'd love to have the conversation with you. Well, I would absolutely love it. KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. You can find my telephone number there. You can find our email address there. You can send a message through the website. You can sign up for our blogs, newsletters. Uh, check out past shows on the Re- Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. There's a number of things you could do there. But get involved, right? Get involved. Let's not just put a band-aid on our fiduciary responsibilities. Let's fix it. Let's fix it. God bless you. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.